This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Right now that time, 819, you're tuned to WGNS on this Monday morning, today the 12th of April, and with us this morning, Dr. Craig McCabe, eye doctor, he is in studio. How are you this morning? Hey, I'm doing great. I hope everyone enjoyed the nice uh, weekend that we had, especially Sunday, right? It was so nice nice yesterday. I actually got out in the yard and planted three trees, and my back is screaming to me about it today. <laughs> <laughs> it was a perfect day for that, though. Man, it was really nice weather out there, and uh, I would I would like to see that all week. Nice weather. Yeah, well, you know, we're in this nice period, as anyone who can tell you who's lived here for a few years, is that uh, this time in April and May, uh, and then probably, what, uh, September? Uh, September, October are really the nicest months here. Uh, And I think for most of the country, they're the nicest months. And we're seeing everything bloom. And isn't that wonderful? And you need to, if you have a yard, get out and uh, take care of it some. Make it uh, beautiful this year. And everybody in the neighborhood appreciates it. You know, I've actually done quite a bit of yard work over the past couple of weeks in the backyard. And I've really enjoyed just being out there doing stuff. You know, it's relaxing. There is something satisfying and also therapeutic of doing something, getting it done, and having it look good. And you designed it, and you took care of it. But no doubt there is some... uh, what do they say, elbow grease, blood, sweat, and tears uh, involved in that. So be careful you don't hurt yourself as well. Well, and, and speaking of hurting yourself, you know, if you're cutting down tree limbs, stuff like that, it's so easy to get that sawdust and the debris in your eyes. And that's something a lot of people don't think about protecting sometimes. Yeah, you know, I've seen just in the last two weeks in the office three patients that have had what we call embedded metallic cornea felt uh, foreign bodies hmm. and they are usually either uh, working under a car or grinding a lot of people are sharpening their lawnmower blades now or their edger blades or what have you boy make sure you've got protection that goes all the way around your eyes both above and below and side to side because if there's a little <clears throat> crevice there boy somehow they find their way in and that's uh, probably three visits to the doctor's office maybe one to the ER although I think it's best if you go straight to your ophthalmologist they can take care of it uh, right at the time there and uh, they'll put you on antibiotics and then maybe steroids later on to inhibit any kind of scarring but Boy, things happen. I I remember years ago, a little girl inside her house now, but opening up the sliding glass door to watch dad mow the backyard, got a uh, piece 
impaled right in her cornea and she probably only had that door open two inches you know two three inches and so i think that during the nice days in summer in middle tennessee things are constantly hitting people's faces (laughs) and it's just once in a while uh, when someone's unprotected or whatever that one time when you don't wear your protection that things happen you know i i remember a couple of years ago i was mowing the backyard and a rock flew up and it shattered the rear glass door you know that walks outside it shattered the whole door wow so that right there impresses upon you the force that these things can have and to something soft and not very rigid like the eyeball why then of course it can suffer significant uh damage you know the the eye is built if you think about it we have these ocular facial bones that surround the eye And if you get hit with a softball or anything larger, it will not cause any significant damage to your eye because you've got these protruding bones that protect it. However, if something is smaller, then it can cause severe damage to the eye. And this can be a squash ball, a racquetball, any kind of BBs or pellets, whether they be soft or hard so if you're out there shooting the paintballs boy make sure you have the best eye protection that you can get because those paintball guns shoot them very fast now these high pressured rifles and uh you know but just use common sense when you're in the yard you know even if you're hiking wear some protection even if it's clear if it's a cloudy day or something because how many times does your head hit branches yeah you know and, and I know every time I'll, I'm usually wearing a baseball cap or a golf visor or something, and I'll feel things hit it, and I'll turn my head just in time, and I'll say, gosh, I'm glad I had that on. How often do you run across patients who permanently lose their eyesight because of some injury, and it may be an injury that you know most people would think, oh, I can't believe that happened, and he lost his eyesight over that. Well, if you get one of these embedded corneal form bodies, so it doesn't even enter the inside of the eye, it just gets... Uh, impaled upon the front so it it doesn't perforate it just penetrates the cornea and if it happens to be in the center of your vision it will cause a small scar and you will have permanent vision reduction and irregular astigmatism and other things that make your vision worse glare things like that uh, unless you get what's called a corneal transplant which is a, a big procedure so um, something like that uh, once in a while can happen, although thankfully mostly they're not right in the center of your vision or the center of where the pupil is, that dark hole in the middle. But if you have a paintball gun or a pellet, anything smaller than the eye there that's traveling at a faster velocity, why then it can perforate through the cornea go into the eye lots of times it gets lodged in the retina and it causes an immediate cataract and all kinds of issues Uh, but the worst thing it can cause is infection inside the eye you know when you think about it there's really no blood vessels that you see except for on the white part of the eye because the cornea has got to be clear so you can see through it so it doesn't have any blood vessels and there's no blood vessels per se inside the eye just around 
the coats or the walls of the eye. So it doesn't have a lot of blood flow to those areas and as a result does not have a much immune system surveillance of any infection. So infections can grow rapidly uh, inside the eye. And then another thing we can talk about is that in the last couple of weeks, I've had about five cases of the pink eye. I, I remember hearing about pink eye all the time when I was a, a younger, when I was a little kid, and it was in school that you always heard threats of, you know, be careful, pink eye. And but I, I never really, I never had it, but I always remember hearing about it. Yeah, typically in kids that are going to daycare you know they're you know they're snotty all kinds of nasty things are going on and they're playing with the same toys and stuff like that and so they will get bacterial infections but then once you get into kind of the middle school and upper ages through adult then it's typically caused by a virus it's called an adenovirus but you can have uh, various forms of this. And I'll tell you, you talk to anybody, anybody who's had one episode of this, and they may forget some big important things in their life, but they won't forget the pink eye, and they'll be glad to tell you how miserable it was. <laughs> does it itch? What does it do? So for the first week, I tell people it gets worse. The second week, it stabilizes. And the third week, it improves. And it's highly contagious, which means that you may have to uh, be off of work because nobody wants to spread that to anybody. But the symptoms are, you know, the white part of your eye gets pink, it gets swollen, your eyelids get swollen, and uh, as my patients say, my eyes are leaking. So they're tearing. Um, all these are immune responses to try to fight uh, the infection and it can go to your lymph nodes where you've got swollen lymph nodes you can get a sore throat the white part of your eye can actually hemorrhage or bleed uh, now f thankfully all these things in the first phase of pink eye are temporary so like I said that third week and improves and goes away but you're just miserable Man. for, I'm telling you, for the first uh, couple of weeks. And the studies say you've got about an 80, about a 60% chance of cross-contaminating and getting it in the other eye. Now, typically that's not as bad, but now your good eye is all messed up and uncomfortable too. People actually say, you know, my eye really hurts. Now, it's not as bad as a severe migraine, but you can get headaches from it, uh, and it does hurt. And bright light, boy, you won't want to go outside. You'll just kind of want to stay inside and stay away from people and, you know, kind of crawl up in a ball. It's just, not <clears throat> it's just not fun at all. And so how does it happen? Well, you can get it, you know, off of these hard surfaces like a doorknob in a bathroom so you want to be careful, and you would think that with everyone being good about other viruses now, like the coronavirus, that this would be on the decrease because people are washing their hands more, which is what they should do. But 
unlike this being an aerosolized virus, as we have with coronavirus, uh, this is mostly spread from direct contact. You touch a surface that has it, you shake hands with somebody that had it and didn't know it and rubbed their eye, and now they shake your hand, and then you go outside and you rub your eye for whatever reason. You know, that's why the elbow bump is the way to go now for greetings instead of the fist bump, because everybody still touches their hands. You, you know, that makes no sense. All right, go ahead and try to touch your face with the outside of your elbow. That's, that's tough. I'm Unless trying it right now. That's significantly double jointed. You can't do it. So that that's the reason for that. But we all have to be careful about it. And let me say, if you get it, you should go see your eye doctor right away. The longer you wait, the worse it can get without treatment. And we do have treatments for it. Again, Dr. Craig McCabe with McCabe Vision Center on air and in studio with us. Our phone line is open. You can call or text us any questions you may have for Dr. McCabe. 615-893-1450. Again, 615-893-1450. And this text isn't really a question. It's just a statement. It says, my son, when he was 10 years old, got his eye shot by a BB gun by his brother. And he is permanently blind in that eye now. Mm, I'm so sorry. But that that stuff really happens, you know. It, it and it sounds that kind of stuff would to me. It seems really like it'd be very painful. It, yeah, well, it is. It is, and it's a terrible thing for both the child and the parent, and the the child who caused that. You know, they live with these things for the rest of their lives. Uh, and you know, I tell everybody the the retina. And the optic nerve are part of the brain, just like the spinal cord. And we have no way to regenerate, grow back that tissue, or replace it with spare parts, as we have for almost everything else in your body, whether it be bone, kidneys, heart, lungs, you know, even the lens in the eye when it becomes cataracts, all these kind of things the cornea we can transplant, all these kind of things, skin we can graft, all these kind of things. But this is really the last frontier of medicine, and it has been elusive so far to our best neuroscientists working on it. Wow. Uh, we have a phone call here. Good morning. You're on WGNS. Go ahead. Yeah, good morning, uh, Scott. Hey, I just want to call in and make a, you know, just kind of give a statement a little bit. Uh, um, and, of course, Dr. McCabe hasn't paid me or anything. I'm a patient of Dr. McCabe, so I have been since 2006. And uh, I had a serious uh, eye issue. And uh, thank God for Dr. McCabe. Uh, I was directed to him, and uh, he has improved my eyesight uh, tremendously and gave me a better quality of life ever since. So I do just wanted to, I've been meaning to call in for some time because i know he has been on your show for several years now but anyway i just wanted to call in and say that uh dr mccabe is a very um uh doc good doctor as far as uh, and i i mean I, I i you know i thank god for him every day I, i'm glad i i went to him from the get-go so anyway i just wanted to call in and thank him well, that is so nice. Let me thank you. That is so nice. 
You know what? I yeah, would like to use this, though, for more of it. If you hang on the phone, hopefully, uh, if you don't mind, just kind of tell us in generalities uh, what what happened to you. Uh, well, uh, I just woke up one morning and uh, thought I had something in my eye. And uh, so uh, this was on a Saturday morning. So, you know, very quickly I went to the pharmacy thought i'd you know put some eye drops in there that would clear it up but anyway long story short i came to you on monday morning and come to find out i had uh what you described it and people could look it up it's called an n-a-i-o-n and uh and it was to do with my optic nerve in one of my eyes and uh and i remember you saying uh one of three things were going to happen uh with it you know is either going to stay the same get better or get worse but under your care uh, it stayed the same, you know, with, with you, you know, this is 16 years later, so it has, uh, you know, uh, just with, uh, I guess, age. Uh, and the main thing was that you were uh, wanted to be concerned about was that this did not happen to my other eye. And so that's what you've been focused on, on for the last 16 years. And uh, lo and behold, you know, I have... Uh, I have 2020 vision, you know, uh, in that eye, you know, uh, corrective. I wear glasses. I'm 50 some years old, so that's to be expected. But uh, anyway, uh, I mean, you jump right on it. You know, some of it was uh, some of the things I went through. I had to have an MRI of my brain and stuff like that because, you know, you were trying to rule out all kinds of things. And you said you wanted to work from the worst case scenario back. So, uh, so anyway, that's kind of my story. And I, I know you're talking about you know, when something happens, you know, to your optic nerve. That's it's not like you can go in and replace that. You know, that is in the brain. So, but it is very serious. But I am so thankful for you, uh, Doctor McCabe, that uh, I first came to you because, uh, and I tell you, you've been a saint. I mean, you've explained everything to me from day one and just uh, monitored my care. You know, most people go to the eye doctor every year. I go every six months to you and. Uh, so anyway, I just thank God for your every day, and that uh, I just I'm just glad I can you know I can at least see you know. Yeah, yeah, and you're doing well. You're doing well, and it's a very active man uh, who had a very active job that he just retired from. Do you want to tell people what you did? Yeah, I, uh, I was a firefighter for 35 years. Uh, and uh, so you know when I came to Dr. McCabe, I said, hey, I've got to. You know, uh, I, I've got a serious job. I got to try to continue here, and so uh, anyway, he uh, he worked with me until uh, you know, that, you know, and got me you know where I could see you know to finish out my career and still t today. But but uh, it was a uh, you know it's a frightening experience when you have something like that happen. But it's uh, it's not as frightening when you have someone that knows what they're doing and you know. I, like I say, I can't say enough about you, Dr. McCabe. I, I mean, uh, I, you know, I know uh, since I've been in your practice, you know, coming to you, I mean, I know your practice has grown and grown and grown, and I tell people I know people come from a little bit of everywhere just to get in to see you because, uh, you know, they know how you know good a doctor you are. So. Well, thanks so much for calling. We really yeah, appreciate so it, and I hope you have a great day. And I want to thank you and all of our firefighters because when we need you, we really need you, and you all are always there, and many times in life-threatening situations. 
and you all don't get near the credit that you deserve. So thank you for all that you do as well. All right, sir. Thank you. Y'all have a great day. Mm-hmm. Right now that time, 839. Boy, that's a, <clears throat> to me, anything having to do with the eyes, when something happens, when something doesn't feel right, it's scary when it has to do with the eyes. At least I would think for most people. Yeah, it uh, it can often be kind of like uh, plane plane accidents. You know, they don't happen very often. They're the safest way to travel. Yeah. But boy, when it happens, it's a big deal. And the main point I want to get from this last story, and thank you so much for calling, is that <clears throat> when something happens to your eye that is not mild, so if it is a all of a sudden significantly red eye associated with pain or vision loss significant pain or vision loss on themselves that happen uh, pretty suddenly you need to get in to see the ophthalmologist right away and when you call up don't call up and say hey I, I want to make an appointment to see Dr. McCabe you know say hey, I need to get in to see Dr. McCabe right away. I've lost vision in my eye, or I've had this problem, or it hurts me so much I'm in a fetal position. You know, let them exactly know, and that will uh, that'll get you in, uh, you know, certainly within 24 hours. So um, that's just the point of that is that if it's a significant issue, and I guess this goes for all of medicine with all of your doctors, you know, if it's really significant, make sure you convey that on the phone and get in to see them. Great point. Again, with us this morning, Dr. Craig McCabe, eye doctor. We are going to take a short break to check on the traffic and the weather. When we come back, we do have some text messages to get to, so just uh, bear with us. And if you have a question you want to ask Dr. McCabe, you can text it to us right now or call 615-893-1450. Time right now, again, 841. Hi, this is Amanda at Animal City. Come see us at 919 Northwest Broad Street here in Murfreesboro. We are longtime pet lovers and pet keepers. Come see us and let our 30 years worth of experience be helpful for you. We also carry a variety of hard to find products for your specialty pets. So if you need a pouch for your sugar glider or food for your hedgehog, see us at Animal City. Let our 30 years worth of experience be helpful for you. Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Good morning. Traffic's still leveled along here as people look at this wreck from earlier out here on 24 westbound just past 840. It is in its clearing stages. It just seems like it's taken forever to clean up. Again, a lot of rubbernecking going on on 24 westbound here just past 840 as they try to clear up this accident. Hey, Ripley's Aquarium, Sleep of the Sharks coming up on May 12th. All the details, Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. When it's getting cold outside and you don't want to really get out of your car, Demas's has now started a curbside service. So you can order online, put your make and model of your car into the website, and when the food is ready, we will bring it out to your car, and therefore you can still be in your pajamas and come and get lunch and go back to your home if you want to curbside service it's just another level of service of which we are trying to provide the residents of murfreesboro visit us online at demusrestaurants.com 
you can make a meaningful difference in 2021. KidLink Community Services is currently seeking foster parents in your area. KidLink provides free training and certification. Contact KidLink today at 877-714-1313 or KidLinkServices.com. Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bookner, and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. Family Staffing Solutions. Honoring and remembering those who served in our military, here is today's Salute to Veterans. Norm Alzir, he's a World War II vet. In this salute, we talked to a World War II veteran. When you went into the war, at what stage? Was it the beginning, the middle, close to the end? Well, it was close to the beginning, December 7th. How many were on your crew? Six gunners and four officers. Did you ever keep count of how many you shot down? Well, yeah, I shot down three. How old were you when you went in? 19. 19 years old. And what was your parents' opinion of the time? Well, my parents were dead a long time. I was an orphan. Being the young man you were, what kept you going? What was the driving force inside of Norm? I don't know if I could really answer that. You had a job to do, and you had to do it. That's about it, you know. Uh, you just didn't worry about it. You just no, did it. You did it. That's right. And uh, whenever you got back from a mission, you kissed the ground. I'm glad you're alive. Well, Norm, I look back and think, how would your relatives hear from you? They called a V-mail. If you wanted to write a letter home, they call it a V-mail. A V-mail instead of an email, huh? Yeah. You write your letter, then an officer would take it, and he'd go over it. If he thought there was stuff in there that shouldn't be said, he would cut it out. And sometimes your letter would get home and we'd be nothing but holes. This has been a Salute to Veterans on WGNS Radio. Have you experienced the nightmare of water, mold, or fire damage? Call Restoration One for a free estimate. Locally and veteran-owned. Fast and available 24-7. Join the Home Health VIP program at Restoration One for disaster prevention. Restoration One, the water damage experts. Sky has become mostly sunnier this afternoon. We'll see high in the upper 70s. Winds out of the northwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy, low 50. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 48. The Action Line on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. We're Rutherford County's place to talk. Time right now, 845. With us in studio, Dr. Craig McCabe from McCabe Vision Center. And we are broadcasting this morning from the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Window, making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks online at willowwindow.pro. Again, Dr. Craig McCabe in studio, and you can text us right now or call 615-893-1450. We have a text here that says we left a name off the birthday list this morning. (laughs) Katie Brindley turns 15, and that was texted in by her mom. Happy birthday, Katie. There you go. Uh, Here's an eye question that was texted to us. It says, can you get eye cancer? I'm sure you could, but how do you get eye cancer? What, what, tell us about that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there's several different forms. Let me tell you, when I, you know, years ago when dinosaurs were roaming the earth and I had to take my oral board exam for ophthalmology. So when you're all done with your residency and you've been out a year, then to be a board certified ophthalmologist, you have to take a written exam and then six months later, 
an oral exam in front of several different people one at a time that grill wow. you. That would be tough. And so one of my questions, I was handed a picture, okay? And it was a picture of a gentleman's face, and he had one normal-looking eye, his left eye, that was looking... Let me get this right. He had one normal eye, his left eye, that was looking straight ahead and then his right eye which was turned all the way to the right was icteric that's a name for a yellow color to the white part of the eye like when our skin is yellow colored it's called jaundice and in the eye it's called icterus or icteric and so the yellow eye was looking all the way to the right, the right eye, and the left eye was looking straight ahead, and it looked normal. And the examiner asked me, what is this patient's diagnosis? <laughs> could, could you? Oh, I said, oh, could you, could you give me a minute, please? I have to think about this. And he said, sure, take your time. And so I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. And I said, Okay. I think I may have the answer. He said, great. He says, I think he has metastatic melanoma of his left, from his left eye as a primary source. He says, very good. That was a difficult question, and that is the correct answer. Now tell me, how can you explain this picture from it? Well, he had a, what's called a choroidal melanoma. So that's a nevus or pigment, like a mole, and there is a pigmented layer just behind the retina, and it can, just like moles on your skin, very rarely turn into a melanoma. And anyone who has had a melanoma will tell you that they are fast-growing and fast-spreading, and the ones in the eyes more so than the ones on your skin. Well, what do we do for those? Well, if they're sufficiently small, they can be treated with a radioactive plaque that's put right on the back of the eye, radioactive iodine, uh, I-121, and it can be treated that way. And it kills it. It also kills that area of the retina. But if it's larger than that or that doesn't work, then they have to take the eyeball out, called a nucleation. And then after three months or so, you can get a prosthetic eye, which just looks like a normal eye, but doesn't have the motility as a normal eye would looking to the far left or to the far right. They don't look that much farther from straight ahead. So that's why his left eye looked normal and straight ahead, but his yellow-colored eye was looking all the way to the right, showing that that normal-looking eye didn't have the motility, wasn't able to turn far and left and right because it was prosthetic. And then that eye was yellow because the original primary cancer in the left eye had metastasized to the liver, which is the number one site that metastatic melanoma <coughs> metastasizes to, just like prostate goes to bone, um, breast goes to uh, lymph nodes and to those areas, maybe lung. And so most cancers have a preferred site for some reason that they seed at. 
And so that one went to the liver. So now that person unfortunately had metastatic melanoma in the liver, which caused his liver not to function well, bile to uh, bilirubin to build up, build up. And that's what turns your skin yellow or your eyes ecteric yellow. And so that was the answer. So I'll never forget that question because I had to think about it and I was sweating it for a while. But anyways, um, so yes, you can uh, get those things. But much, much more commonly, you can get <clears throat> carcinomas on your eyelids, right? Because they're exposed to the sun. And sun damage is the number one most frequent uh, cancer. Um, and fortunately, it can be treated. But basal, basal cell carcinomas, squamous cell carcinomas, uh, others, you can uh, get melanomas on the surface part of the eye, the conjunctiva. There are benign tumors called hamartomas or hemangiomas, proliferations of blood vessels that can give your eye kind of a, a cherry red discoloration on the lid. Lots of kids get this and then you get a laser treatment to take care of it. So there's, there's all kinds of ones from benign to uh, really risky metastatic ones. So Yes, cancers in the eyes do happen, but fortunately, the ones that are really bad don't happen that often. But when they do, it's a big deal, like we said before. I bet. Again, Dr. Craig McCabe in studio with us, and right now that time, 8.52, you can text or call us with your questions, 615-893-1450. This person says they're routinely on construction sites and they wear safety glasses, but they often get things in their eyes is there a simple way to get things such as dust particles or whatnot out of my eye? So yes, I yes, easy. absolutely. And so if this is your occupation and you notice this, then you should have a bottle of eye wash. It's only like four bucks at the drugstore. Cheap as can be a big bottle, you know, not a little eye drop bottle. And you need to rinse your eye out. Let's say you get a chemical in your eye. You need to rinse your eye out. First thing you do before you do anything else, and you do it for at least a minute, and you spread your eye open with your thumb and your index finger, and you look all around, and you really wash it out good. Uh, that's the best thing to do. If you don't have a bottle of eye wash, then you use a hose. But I'll warn you of this. Turn the hose on first. Let it run for 10 seconds. I've had people that have had the hose, not because they were washing their eye out, but the hose was clogged with a, a dirt clot or oh, something yeah. from being stuck in a like you know, you know, which is human behavior. Well, what what's wrong with it? Let me look down here, and then it explodes right into their face, and they can get little dirt particles and everything embedded in their eyes. So try not to look down the barrel of things. I guess is a good <laughs> overall kind of adage to keep, but. Uh, Yes, the, that's what you can do. But the second thing is your eye protection's not good enough. That's, that's one of the main reasons. Of course, prevention is worth a pound of cure, right? An ounce of prevention. So try not to let it happen in the first time. We have uh, sunglasses in our office, or they can be clear, that have a padding 
around them so they go up against your skin very lightly. There's little bitty micro grooves in them so that air can circulate so they don't fog up. Uh, and they're safety glasses. And they look pretty close to normal glasses. So, you know what I mean? It's not like you got a big, bulky, ugly-looking thing. You can wear it around. You don't want to look like an NBA player, you know, those <laughs> big glasses they used to wear, the goggles. Yeah, that's right, for elbows and fingers yeah. and such. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> but, you know, um, motorcyclists that wear helmets but don't have face protection, uh, these work great for that or any kind of thing, maybe you're riding ATVs or whatever, you need to have eye protection. Uh, that's probably the one of the most crucial things, and uh, um, it can be working around the yard. But I'll tell you, weed whacking, oh, oh. my gosh, weed whacking, <laughs> or edging, or trimming, or whatever you want to nicely call it. But stuff flies so much, you know if you're weed whacking in shorts, your your legs are a little bit kind of cut up a little bit if you've been whacking some serious weeds and it's hitting your skin so hard and think about that hitting your eye and you know it hits your face and such so uh just be careful out there enjoy the beautiful weather have a beautiful yard but use common sense while you do it uh this next text says can you see floaters with your equipment i guess they're talking about your oh yeah 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 sure so first of all any eye doctor can see them when they look through your dilated eye. So you have to have a dilated eye exam. Lots of times people go places and they just get a picture and they think that it's a substitute, and it's really not. It's a 2D image, it's not 3D, and it doesn't see as far and as wide uh, as uh, the human eye can when we look in your eyes. Uh, then secondly, we have uh, an uh, ultrasound machine you know how when you go in at 20 months and you get your big ultrasound done and they tell you it's a boy or a girl and they rub that jelly on you and they got that probe that runs around your belly and we've all seen that? Well, we've got a little bitty one for the eye. And it can look past the lens and iris and look into that vitreous gel of the eye where those floaters are. And then we also have an uh, what's called an OCT machine, which... Uh, in ours has uh, six different lasers in it, but it can uh, see those. And with these machines, we can measure the floater. We can measure how far it is from the retina. And in the last uh, few weeks, I've actually done uh, laser floater lysis, where we're able to get rid of or vaporize floaters for people that have significant floaters that bother them. If that's something you're interested in, give us a call. It goes to your insurance. Um, so you can have that done to get rid of floaters now. And I think we're the first one in the area to offer that. So I, all these nice things. I just realized we have like one minute left. So as we close this morning, something that is offered at McKay Vision Center as well as working with eyes, you help with skin issues too. Yeah, thank you for mentioning that. So we've got a full line of cos, uh, cosmetics for your skin. Uh, which uh, help uh, aging, wrinkles, pigment, all that. We've got uh, all of the chemical peels that are doctor level and higher. So the kinds that you can't, these aren't available at most places. You have to have a medical doctor on site. And then lastly, we've got the best laser to get rid of pigment uh, on your skin. 
and uh, so and we also have an IPL an intense pulse light device so if you have any cosmetic needs we would love to help you with those sounds great dr. Craig McCabe on air with us we'll post this interview on our website mm. it'll be under podcast and we'll post that in just a little while but dr. McCabe thank you so much for joining us Hey, thanks, and thanks for all the great texts. You can always give us a call at McCabe Vision Center or look us up on Facebook or on our website. Uh, we're here for you. Thanks a lot. You're listening to WGNS Murfreesboro. Old friends, a new name, better together, as First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank. Our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County but will always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us.